Hey, you guys, this is Carlos Torres, Major League Baseball player, and I've been around a lot of gloves in my life and in my days, and I tell you what, go to VincePro.com to check out real quality. Best leather, best craftsmanship, everything all together, the whole package. Go to VincePro.com. Located in Stillwater, Oklahoma, sits Cowgirl Stadium, home to a team built on kinship, ambition, and tenaciousness. Home to a team that is ready to wrangle and corral the stampede that comes with college softball. Get your lasso ready. Here are Jared Rogel and OSU head softball coach, Kenny Gajewski. And welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. I'm back from Harrisonburg, Virginia, checking out James Madison University. But today we are going to obviously be talking OSU softball. Coach Gajewski will be along here in a second. Really quick, coaching milestone, Shelly Horner of Georgia Tech hits the 500 mark this past week. But... As always, we are brought to you by Vinci. Check them out, VinciPro.com, for all your baseball and softball glove needs. We're also live on the 100% Food Hotline. Check them out, SpaceNutrientStation.com. And with me on the line, in his usual co-hosting duties on Mondays, the head coach of OSU Softball, Kenny Gajewski. Coach, welcome in. Thanks, Jared. How you doing? I'm good, you know. I'm glad to be back in St. Louis. Had a chance to see some uh, some good softball out there at uh, JMU. I know you had a chance to see some really good softball out in Palm Springs. So let's jump right into the, that. But coach, actually, first before we get into that, um, talk a little bit about the coaching milestone that you know that Coach Horner hit. We we hear so many you know, so much about these milestones every week now as coaches are hitting them. Obviously, a couple things come into play. One, you have to be coaching for a very long time. And two, you have to put a great team on the field year in, year out, and then also put a great staff around you. So just kind of talk a little bit about that and, you know, what you've seen uh, from Coach Horner over, over these last few years for her to get to this milestone of 500. Well, I I, I uh, personally know how hard these these the, these wins are to come by, um, so it's a <clears throat> it's a great tribute to all these coaches and uh, Shelly's uh, obviously um, doing a nice job. I think she's um, she's you know she's trying to rebuild over there at Georgia Tech, and it's been a struggle, but um, uh, it's tough. I mean, these conferences and um, the way softball has changed, um, it's not easy. So all these coaches that are getting these milestones, it's a credit to who they are and what they're all about and like I said these wins are not easy to to come by with the way our game has changed coach here we go let's jump into it Mary Nutter classic this past weekend um you know let's just go through each of these games first one San Diego State um very high powered offensive showing from both teams um season high 13 hits for Cowgirl softball, Reasoner coming up again. Big for you guys, three for four with three RBIs. Talk a little bit about this one and what your thoughts were coming out of it. Well, we just, um, you know, we scored 12 runs, and, and unfortunately we gave up 14. And 
Um, you just can't do that if you want to win games. I mean, offensively, we were really good. Um, as competitive of at-bats as I've seen all year up to that point, um, just really, um, really executed our offense well and had some big hits and some big two-out hits and um, just did a lot of great things. And, you know, um, the bottom line on this one was um, uh, we made four errors, a couple other plays that uh, got ruled hits that um, if you want to know the truth, they should have been, they should have been errors. So we, we probably could have had six errors. Um, and we just allowed San Diego State to hang in there. And, and, um, and when you do that and um, to these teams, um, you just it makes it tough. So, uh, you know, there's some good that came out of that. I mean, we, we obviously played well uh, offensively, and, and uh, we just got to continue to get better with our gloves and, and, uh, and our pitching, you know, and that's one of those things. You know, and I've been on some really good teams, and, and you're going to have days where, um, you know, you're not hitting or you're not playing catch, but it's the same thing. We've just got to be able to get tough in the circle and, and, um, and be able to stop that um, when that bleeding is going on. And so uh, we did that a little later on, uh, but this first game was tough because I felt like we played, we played plenty good, good enough to win that game, and uh, it just didn't happen. Coach, next game, very good game, 8-4 win against Washington. You know, one thing that, you know, people may, you know, just read the recaps of this game and not understand what fully happened, but when you look at the box scores, you know, Courtney Gineau going hitless, um, Casey Stengel going hitless. This is, those two players have consistently been able to hit for Washington. You're able to shut them down um, just as you did Jalen Ford the week before that. You know, talk a little bit about this one. What were your thoughts? Obviously, you've got to be impressed with the team coming through and and getting the W in this one. Well, I I agree with you. I I mean, Washington, obviously, everybody knows about Washington. They're they're a top ten program um our girls came out and just from the first pitch were 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 on point it all, all starts with Shea Coates in the circle making her first start um of the young year um she was really good and kept us in the ball game and just absolutely competed competed all day long and um she gave us a, a chance and we had some big hits and we made some big plays we turned a couple double plays um really played the type of game that I I I had been waiting for. That was the first game that we had really put everything together and really played well, um, offensively, defensively, and really pitched well and and uh, held some really good hitters. Got a lot of respect for Washington and um, <clears throat> hit some balls really hard, as hard as we've hit balls all year long, and really played well. So that was a really fun game to come, you know, to to come out and play and and get a nice win against a top ten team and. Um, what I think it does for our program is I think it um, it um, it lets our players um, know that um, that they're capable of this type of stuff, and and I and I see this in them, and I um, I, I you know our record um, is not what we wanted at this point, but if you look at our schedule, I would be willing to uh, bet that we played a top ten schedule up to this point, and um, and I and I and so we'll just take you know we'll take what we can, but this was a huge win on. Um, hopefully at the end of our year um, when we're, uh, you know, trying to be um, a regional-type team, this is one of those wins that's going to be a big deal. Oh, 
Coach, the next game, the Cal State Forest game, obviously is coming, sitting there, coming off of a win against Washington. The biggest thing that you have to do at that point as a player is be able to maintain your focus, keep your composure, stay poised, know, and be able to go from a Washington to Cal State Fullerton, who is still in their own right, a very, very good, solid team. What kind of talks do you have with your players these two games to kind of get that point across to them that, listen, we have to stay poised. Yes, this was a great win for us, but we still have to turn around and face another very good team. You know, Jared, I didn't I didn't make a big deal of, about it because that's part of me learning uh, what my team is capable of and um, where our program's at. We didn't we didn't come out and lay an egg. You know, it was a four two game, and I just told our team when the Washington game you know was done, I said, hey, we got a little break here. I said, enjoy this. Um, I said, you know, once you once you get past that, we got to get ready to, 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 to play Fullerton because they're not scared of us. They're 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 having a great year. They're already off to a great start. And uh, and I said they 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 are they're now looking at this as hey this is an opportunity to, to, to beat a team that just beat Washington, so um, I felt like we came out and played well. You know it was a four to two game. We had chances. Um, we had chances to, to to score runs. We just didn't get the final hit to to really get that. And credit Fullerton, just real scrappy, made the plays. We hit some balls hard that they that they caught kind of like in our Washington game um and they they just beat us i got a lot of respect for what kelly's done there and and the way they play and the way they're coached and uh we just came up short it was disappointing um because i really felt like if we could have won that game it could have could have really propelled us um in the direction that we wanted that that we want to go but um you know it just didn't work out but again we played pretty good defense uh pitched well um, and uh, we just didn't execute offensively as good as we could have. So, Coach, the next game, one of the biggest, probably the biggest game um, for you all there against Michigan, 2-11 um, two, two loss against Michigan this past weekend. You know, the one thing that, that kind of sticks out in this one, again, though, is, is the pitching. Um, you know, is Shea Coates coming out, you know, pitching against his team, Casey Freeze as well. But when you look at this, and this game in particular, what do you take from this game when you look at Shea Coates? And well, you know, we started Casey Freeze, and, and um, she just didn't have her stuff. You know, she gave up nine runs in the first, and uh, you just you can't you can't win – you can't beat a Michigan team giving up nine runs in in the uh, first, and she just couldn't get, get the bleeding stopped, and um, that's just the way it goes. I mean, Michigan is re- is really good, but what 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 I did is after the uh, first, I brought our team up, and I said, okay, there's nothing that we can do to change this score, nothing. But I said the mark of a team is um, what can you do from this point on, and I said. The game zero zero in our minds. I understand what the scoreboard says, but the game is zero zero right now. Let's go out here from this point on and let's play. Let's just let's hit the reset um, and let's and let's get back after it. And uh, I felt like we did that. Shea Coates came in and really pitched well and stabilized it. You know, and we ended up over the last four innings, you know, finishing in a two-two tie. If you want to 
look at it the way I was trying to to spin it to our team and and um so I was proud of them for that it's just you know it's tough i mean we're we're uh we're we're going uphill against a couple of the, the of these teams and um and when you spot them nine runs you just you just don't have a chance and um so I was proud of that i am just i'm very happy with Shea Coates. i mean she pitched against uh um she started against washington um she um she came in against michigan um and pitched well she came in against oregon and pitched well so she pitched in the in our three what i would call biggest games if you would say you know against top 10 teams and um really threw lights out for us and and so we need that and that's good for us going forward so zero seven lost Oregon. brandy needham started um she started and she was um she she was was going very well through the first uh four ended up giving us three spot and we were down uh four zero um and i and i went ahead and went to shea after brandy gave up a home run i just felt like i mean she had kind of um they, they were starting to take some better swings on her um so i went to shea again but brandy started out and started out throwing well um and uh and then i went to shea and and shea threw fairly well um finishing that game out against some you know obviously against some really good hitters you know i i think it's the same it's the same kind of uh story here when you play washington michigan and oregon back to back to back um it's 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 a grind and this is why i wanted to play this schedule jared i wanted our kids and i want our program to understand um, that Michigan wasn't built overnight, and either was Oregon, and either was Washington. These programs have have worked extremely hard to get where they're at, and it's and nothing's been given to any of them. And um, I'm going to continue to play these type of teams, the, the, this type of schedule here. Um, you know, I, it doesn't feel very good being five and ten, but I've got a lot of good things I can take out of being five and ten, and I feel like. That my team is very seasoned and they're very up to speed on the speed of the game in which these great programs play, and uh, I think it's only going to help us as we go into conference, and um, and that's why I want to play these type of teams. But um, we just, like I said, we've just got to continue to take care of ourselves. You and I talked a little bit off the, the, the air about um, you know just competing in the strike zone and. Um, playing catch and and if we do those things we'll we'll be good we'll be okay and I, and I I mean that I'm not a I'm not afraid to say it I think we've got um, a team that's that's capable of going to the postseason um, we've just got to shore up some things and 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 it's not like these aren't things I've n- n- never seen I've seen our kids play um, and um, they just gotta like I said just just keep fighting. This is TCRS, the Coach Roadshow, live on the 100% Food Hotline. Hey, this is Ashley Carter, former professional softball player for the Pennsylvania Rebellion. Make sure you guys check out VinciPro.com, makers of high-quality baseball and softball equipment. Make sure you don't go on the field without it. And go on VinciPro.com to check out and get your own very custom glove and use discount code HC01 to get 15% off your total score today. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back here live on TCRS, brought to you by Vinci. Check them out, VinciPro.com, for all your baseball and softball glove needs. And as always on the 
Food Hotline. Check them out at SpaceNutrientStation.com. Coach, let's get into this March 2nd coming up. Quick turnaround here. You all will travel to Bogle Park on the campus of Arkansas to face the Razorbacks. Uh, Razorbacks, I believe, seven and yeah, seven and seven overall record, two and two at home this season. Um, you know, obvious Diefel there in her first season at Arkansas, coming over from Maryland, where she completely turned around the offense that that they had there in Maryland. What are you expecting to see out of this Arkansas team? Well, you know, Jared, we got to play Arkansas in the uh, fall, so um, you know we know a little bit about them. Um, so that's good for, for you know for us. Um, they're obviously off to a seven and seven start. I haven't um, dove into their stats yet and their schedule to see who they played and how they how they've done. I I do know that they're seven and seven. So I'll start working on them th- this evening. So you know, look, I have a lot of respect for Courtney and, <clears throat> and what she's done. So I have no uh, no reason to think that she won't do the same thing at Arkansas. Um, we're just going to go there and just play our game, and, and and I think if we play our game, we'll we'll be in a good spot, and and um and we'll see where it goes. I'm just excited to, um I'm excited to kind of be around home. To tell you the truth, I know it's it's a two and a half hour drive, but it almost feels like home just because we've been so far away um for for you know for the first three weeks. So um we're uh, we're looking forward to getting that back to practice tomorrow. Um, I've seen some some of our our kids have already been around at our field yeah, up, up here today, getting some hitting and some other stuff in on on their own. And um, I see a lot of bounce in their step, and and I think it's going to be exciting to see um, to see us play Arkansas, and um, and then jumping into uh, into Dartmouth this uh, Friday night. And coach, you led me into it perfectly. After Arkansas, the time that I've got to believe not only the entire team has been waiting for it, but you as well, the first time being able to coach a regular season game inside Cowgirl Stadium. Just before we get into Dartmouth, your thoughts and, and your feelings going into this week, knowing that it's time to coach this game here at Cowgirl Stadium. Yeah, I'm excited, Jared. I mean, I, I've been waiting uh, for this day since uh, June 13th when I got the uh, job here, and um, I, I, I just can't wait to play in front of our fans. We've had a we've had a great response on season tickets, and um, we've uh, you know we had a big banquet um, a few weeks back that over 300 people came to, and so I think there's a lot of energy and a lot of momentum. Um, surrounding our program, and there's a lot of people that are excited, and so I, I, I'm I'm thrilled. I mean, we gotta, we, you know, we have Arkansas first, and that's where all of our our attention is at at this point. Um, but looking ahead, um, I know that our girls are excited about that, and um, and it'll be a lot more special if we can if we can go to Arkansas and win there first. And uh, but we're excited to get in front of our home fans and in our own dugouts and our. Um, on our dirt and our grass and, and, you know, in front of our fans. I think it's going to be a special day, and um, we're just thrilled. So, yeah, and, I, and you know, the next the next few weeks, actually, after after Arkansas, you all will be at home, um, like, like we said, starting on March 4th, and, you know, you're not on the road again until um, March 19th. So it's got to be great just, 
you know, from a player standpoint to be able to, for them to be able to sleep in their own beds and, you know, just be back in, an, in a, if you want to call it a normal schedule, athletes obviously never have normal schedules, especially on the college level. Um, but yeah, coach, you know, when you, when you look at just the season to this point, I, and I want to ask you this question because I, you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier in the show. Do you, do you, do you take more from a loss or do you take more out of a win? I, you know, that's a good, uh, it's a good question. My, um, kind of one of my mentors, um, he's a baseball coach at, uh, he's the associate head coach at TCU and he called me, uh, this morning and, you know, and he, and he asked me, he, he asked me some really good stuff and really made me think about, about things. And he just, you know, the last thing he left me with is, Hey, just remember, you're never as you're never as bad as you think you are, and you're never as good as you think you are. And, uh, and it kind of made me me think and and just re reflect. And as I reflected, I mean, I I think we have a lot of positives to take out of um, of of our losses. Um, and I think we and I think I think when we win games, I think what it's doing is just um, is just proof um, to our kids that um, what they're doing is the right things and. Um, you know, we've only, uh, you know, we've only really been, been out of two games. I mean, we, 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 you know, we were in that Oregon game for a while, but, um, you know, um, you know, still lost seven zip and, um, and, um, and in that Michigan game, I, I, you know, and those are, those are two of the best teams in the country. Um, and, uh, I feel like we have been, we have put ourselves in position in every game to win them. And, and you know, when you're, uh, doing what we're doing here and um, taking over a new team. And, um, you know, I really only got to see my kids play in a real game 15 times now. And so we're learning a lot. So we're getting a lot of info. We're taking a lot out of every game um, out of all of our kids and um, situations and things that are happening and they're coming up. And so I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a right answer on that. Um, I, I think we're taking a tremendous amount out of each game, win or a loss. Coach, listen, appreciate, as always, having you on on Monday. Next Monday, want to let everybody know we will be back on our normal time, 11 a.m. Central time. We just had, a, had to uh, rearrange it today so that I could fly back from JMU. But, uh, Coach, all the best this week, and we'll look forward to talking with you next Monday. All right, Jared. Thanks for having us. All right. want to let everybody know, too, that uh, – Tickets are on sale. Just call for uh, OSU softball. Make sure you guys call 877-ALL-4-OSU. That's 877-ALL-4-OSU. You can get your tickets uh, via phone at that number. This has been TCRS, the Coach Road Show, brought to you by Vinci. Check them out, vincipro.com. And we were brought to you on the 100% Food Hotline. Again, check it out at spacenutrientstation.com. Until next time, make sure you guys are following Blake and Abby on Twitter at TCR Show. And make sure you guys like the show's Facebook page, facebook.com slash the TCR Show. Later times, everybody. <laughs>